Okay, so it's episode number 98 that I'm posting. Technically, I think I've probably taped 103 for the show. I know Stevie and I didn't post a couple. I don't think I posted a couple over the course of the two years doing it on my own. Uh, and two days ago, Kyle and I taped one of my all-time favorite episodes. It wasn't perfection. You know, we'll be real. But it was really good. And uh, I never hit record on the GD Zoom thing, which is what I record the podcast on. Never hit record. Very, very devastated. And normally, I check down at the time, maybe like every 15 minutes to just make sure, you know, it's still recording and to make sure that uh, I'm aware of how much time is left. So if I should amp up the entertainment, if I should, uh, you know, crank down the entertainment because we're always so entertaining, you know, I keep track of that. But we were in such a flow the other day that I didn't look down until about 45, 50 minutes into the show, I'm guessing. I wouldn't technically know because, like I said, I never hit record. So I had that moment of, oh, shit. Oh, no. And then I went into a brief moment of peace and serenity and relaxation because I thought, oh, well, at least I'm recording it on my cell phone for Patreon, so I'll at least have the discussion. And then I looked at the camera and did a double take and saw, wow, the camera isn't even recording. It recorded about 50 seconds worth or something and uh, shut off. I don't know who I pissed off that day. I, I, you know what? I was actually, I think I was talking shit before we started taping. And whoever I was talking shit about, I think they did it. I think they took the voodoo doll that they have of me and took my hand on the voodoo doll and pressed the record off. And the reason I think that that's true is because I have a hint of a recording from when we started taping. It's about like a breath. It's like, ha, and then it's gone. So I think the voodoo doll person just took my hand and then clicked it right off again. And then they took about 50 seconds and, uh, you know, maybe took a sip of their drink or whatever creepy concoction that they consume. And then took my hand and hit the stop record on my phone. I don't know why my cell phone stopped recording. So there's a video on Patreon of the 50 seconds that it did tape. And I look at the camera basically to confirm it's taping. It's taping. And then it's not taping anymore. So I don't know why. I don't think I ran out of space. I have a lot of space on my phone. I have a, I mean, not a super fancy iPhone 11 or anything with the triphobia, but I have iPhone 7, which has lots and lots of storage. So I don't know why that stopped recording. But there was some force in the world, whether it be the voodoo doll person or maybe just my karma or I was a shitty person in a past life or, you know, Maybe it wasn't that good of an episode and fate was saving me from putting it out. I don't know. But nothing was taped. So what you guys are going to listen to today is the third try to tape a show. So Kyle and I were a little burnt out. And uh, usually Kyle's burnt out in terms of like like a burnout, like he smokes pot. But he didn't do that. We were just burnt out from talking for so long. So we did the first episode, which was about 50 minutes, then had that big letdown. Um, Kyle took it real hard because this is this podcast is such a big deal to him. And uh, 
then we tried to do it again and recreate what we did the first time. I was trying to pull the same jokes and the same ideas. And that was really awkward because then Kyle and I just started telling the story of the fir first podcast. So we were doing a pot. So as if podcasts aren't sometimes painful enough or boring enough, the story of a podcast on a podcast, eh, it's pretty rough. So we stopped 18 minutes in and you can hear that on Patreon as well at patreon.com slash Kristen and chill. We threw in the towel. We threw it in hard. We took a break. We took a breather. And then we collected ourselves and taped what you're about to hear. So, you know, it's uh, like, you know, you're baking a, a, a cake and you screw the first one up. You screw the second one up. So the third one, you're like, whatever, fuck it. So I use salt instead of sugar. Just go with it. So, you know, I apologize for everything for the most part, except for actual things I should probably really apologize for. So, of course, I'm going to apologize for this. So I'm sorry if uh, we're a little bit out of sorts. I, uh, Kyle's great, of course. I always have to give excuses for everything. Why can't I just put it out and let it be? Because I'm, uh, I overthink. And actually, there was a study recently that said uh, overthinking can lead to earlier deaths. So uh, looks like I'll be checking out of the world in about two weeks based on how much I overthink. But so, yeah, I'll just leave it at that. I hope you guys are uh, hanging in there, doing okay. And if you happen to be in the New York City area on December 11th, you should come check me out at Gotham Comedy Club doing a roast for O.J. Anderson. If you don't know who O.J. Anderson is, it's because, you know, you're young and fresh and still have hope in your life. But O.J. is uh, an ex-Giants uh, player who was an MVP during the time that they uh, the Giants beat the Bills, my Bills, my oh-so-sacred Bills in the Super Bowl that, you know, ruined my childhood and my life and basically is why this podcast is here. So either we can be thankful to O.J. Anderson or we can uh, be angry at O.J. Anderson. Either way, I'm roasting him along with uh, Carl Banks, who's uh, an ex-football player, Larry Holmes, heavyweight champion, Artie Lang from, you know, I mean, Stern Show, but, uh, you know, all the drug overdoses, and uh, a couple other guys will be roasting O.J. Anderson, and that's December 11th. Last year, I did this, the, this as well. I roasted um, uh, an ex-Yankee. Tickets were a little bit on the high end, and I didn't realize that I was you know, pushing on the show, like, go buy a ticket. And I figured it'd be 30 bucks or something. They're a little on the expensive side. Uh, but they could be worth it because you'll get to see me. So they're not worth it. But anyway, if you do feel like wasting your money on seeing me or enjoying your evening, seeing me getting made fun of because I say so many awful things here, I can get it thrown back in my face there. You should come check out the roast. And again, that's December 11th at 7 30 at gotham comedy club in new york city and uh, i don't really know where you can get tickets i think you can google just google go to uh roast of oj anderson.com i think yeah that's where you get them and that's about it so you know life's it is what it is i'm doing what i can uh, my mom seems to be um responding well to treatments and uh i asked kyle to do the show weekly with me he didn't really necessarily agree, but he didn't necessarily disagree. So if you guys want a weekly show again, the only way it's going to happen is if Kyle agrees to do it weekly with me. And the only way he'll agree to do it is if he gets enough tweets 
requesting his presence weekly on the show. So if you know what's good for you and what's bad for me, which is editing a podcast once a week, tell Kyle to do this weekly. So tweet to him at filthykyle, hashtag, I don't know, don't have, yeah, I mean, you can hashtag. Hashtags are there, whatever. This is not going to, it's not going to catch on. So I'm not going to think it's going to turn into something spreading like wildfire, but you can hashtag uh, Kyle and chill. Yeah. Hashtag Kyle and chill, A-N-D. So K-Y-L-E-A-N-D-C-H-I-L-L. And uh, tell him you want him on weekly. So we can bring you fun content every single week. Anyway, thanks for listening. Thanks for supporting the show. Please rate, please comment. Please forgive me, just in general, for everything. And um, I will hopefully see you guys for some extras and some goodies on my Patreon page at patreon.com slash Chill. And until then... Oh, wait, actually, before until then, just a heads up, we do Kai the Movie Guy, which is a world-class movie review segment on this podcast, and we talk about Joker, and we uh, spill some spoilers. So if you have not seen Joker and don't really feel like turning into the Joker because you're so angry that we ruined it, don't listen to that part of the show. Again, there are spoilers. Go spoil your uh, your girlfriend. Go spoil your, your mom. Go spoil your kids. But we're not going to spoil this for you, right? Okay, so anyway, now you can enjoy this week's episode. So, the world of Hollywood can be a wacky, wacky place. And that's where we are today. We're in Hollywood, in upstate New York, in my parents' house, pretending that we didn't already just tape an entire episode a good one. Too. A really good freaking episode. Promise you. It really. I never compliment myself. You I really don't. Tell friends to subscribe based on what we just seriously almost it, recorded. It's like we just saw Jesus, and no one's gonna believe but it was us because really we your uncle <laughs> <laughs> who hasn't shaved in a yeah, while. Yeah, exactly. And no one's gonna believe it. No, no, no. We saw my uncle. Yeah. yeah. Uncle Jay, we call him. <laughs> uncle Jay. Uncle Jay dog. <laughs> but no, we just taped. We didn't tape. We just did basically about 50 minutes worth of conversation Conversation that yeah. I never hit record. And, and, and I've never been more devastated. It probably had the least amount of edits you would ever have to do for a podcast with me on it. Too. Ever. Because <laughs> I'm we notorious. Were no, no. Well, not you, but I mean, yeah, yeah you're me, terrible me, most of the yes. time. No, but sometimes it's hard to get in the flow, the rhythm. Yeah. But the juices were, they were back and forth. It, they were right. We were a little nervous going into it, too, about certain things. And then once we got going, we were just bang, bang, bang. It was just, you were firing off jokes. I was smart as hell. This it, is like spotting <laughs> Bigfoot. Yeah. No one's going to believe us. It's, yeah. Well, I we saw Bigfoot. I promise you, I promise. we have the potential of a good podcast. So what we tried to just do was recreate it. But that's incredibly awkward, and that's where I get to the Hollywood part of things. Because, you know, things are rehearsed in Hollywood. You act like they're off the cuff. Kyle and I, not great at Hollywood. It literally would have been us telling the story of us <laughs> doing a podcast. So then, then I said. Yeah, and then I went, and you said this. <laughs> oh, yeah, and that was funny. Say <laughs> yeah, that again. Yeah, exactly. You can't. No. You can't recreate it. I'm very devastated. It, it's pretty upsetting. It's pretty upsetting. So now it's this weird, do we bring up things that we talked about uh, before, but then we're going to feel unnatural bringing them up, but there were some good points. So I'm going to try to stay away from them, not really repeat anything, except how I started the episode, which was saying I uh, 
would like you to do this with me every week. <laughs> I know. Which is a hard thing for me to say. I was hoping you'd leave that, leave that out <laughs> the second time. I, I, I like doing it. I do. And I will keep coming on. But I just can't commit. But my you're schedule, engaged. My, I, That's I, a commitment I, right I, there. I, I You've know. proven yourself. I know. You can know. commit. But I love my fiance more than this <laughs> podcast. I'm sorry. God damn it. I'll never come first. <laughs> never. Um, never come first. No, but it's good for my mental health. And I it really <laughs> yeah, is because yeah, this is the only <laughs> bright spot of my week, really, which says a lot about how shitty my weeks are. Yeah, if I'm the bright spot, then exactly. you are in a deep, deep state. You couldn't be any dimmer, and yet <laughs> and, you're bright. And... You're using the guilt against me. I feel like I'm back in church school. This is just Catholic upbringing 101. I am trying to use guilt on you because I did also say, well, I'm not going to go back. Yeah, he said, exactly. she said, but Don't this is one time. This is just one time. I said, well, you have to because my mom has cancer. Yeah, I'm pulling the cancer card. Can you pull the cancer card if you don't actually have cancer? If you have a loved one with cancer? Yeah. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Cancer I've through association. It. Yeah. Simple. It is cancer it's through association. Yeah. I've definitely pulled the card and I before would never have like made up cancer as an excuse like oh i'm sorry my mom has cancer because i well that's terrible obviously but yes. i'd also be paranoid that i'd give her cancer from jinxing her or from being now, a bad person now but now she actually has the cancer so i'm like well it, it's almost like having sex when you're already <laughs> pregnant you can't get pregnant twice <laughs> yes i mean you can well, get not cancer can get pregnant. worse but yes but let me ask you do you feel guilty like has there been any times yet where you've totally leaned on that as an excuse to get out of something? Absolutely. And you you don't feel guilty about that? Oh, no, I feel really guilty. But it's true. But it is true. And that's, so but I still like, feel like a shithead because shit I'm like, I could have. It. You shouldn't lean on it, is pretty much what you're. It's been a wonderful. Oh, that's, no one's ever used the word wonderful. It's been wonderful that my mom said cancer. No, it's been a wonderful crutch. Like, to like lean if your on mom didn't have cancer, necessary. you wouldn't be able to get away with doing a podcast every two weeks no, or three weeks. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. But now you're almost like, eh, but, well. But now, you know, I don't, we don't know the progress necessarily, but she did send a text. She is at chemotherapy right now, which is why we're taping here. Yep. So my parents party. are going to be here at party. <laughs> so uh, we're having a podcast party because my parents are at chemo. Uh, and she sent, sent something about her blood work came back good and they did tell her that she's scheduled they did have her for eight months of chemo but now she's brought down to six months of chemo okay. scheduled for which is good so this, awesome. these are all just texts that's that, really good yeah these are just coming in so and i but with cancer quick, everybody's but. affected like the whole family is like your mom's got the illness she's got to take the brunt of it obviously but it does affect the whole family um you know when somebody if somebody brought over food it's not necessarily for your mom. She's probably not like, oh, yeah, let me get into that lasagna. But for everybody else that's tending to her and that's taking care of her, actually where I've had the most guilt the food. is there's been soup brought over, and mm -hmm. I love soup. I'm a big soup fan. Yeah? Huge soup fan. It's brothy it's, or it's salty. It, yeah. I, I, satisfying. I you actually drink had a bowl of soup two nights ago. That was fantastic. <laughs> what kind of soup was it? It was homemade chicken noodle. It was actually homemade, or homemade. did the can say no, homemade? homemade? Wow. Okay. Yes. All right. No. But you know, I made the butternut squash, uh, yeah, even though I'm not that. a huge fan of that. It, it wasn't that great, but yeah. Yeah, I, I need um, substance. I don't like the brothy soup. Yeah, that's, well, that's not brothy. That's just well, like thick consistency. Thick, yeah. No, you know, no vegetables. No, yeah, really I, I need chunks in there. I, I need to chew on something. No onions. Though. Yeah, no <laughs> onions. We, yeah, that's from the other episode. Don't worry, we won't get into that. So, uh, 
the guilt though has been that people have brought over soups big soup fan and i'm like ah, it's in there for my mom and there's only like a bowl left <laughs> she's like can i have some soup I'm like, like it's you, gone you don't know i'm like you don't have an appetite <laughs> yeah it's the whole point of cancer <laughs> but it's obviously been really hard uh you know as she's lost all her hair and it's terrible and the worst and i keep saying i'm putting blinders on like you know, like a horse where you can't see around you, and I'm just trying just to trudge to through. The end of that track. Yeah, mostly so I don't look at you. <laughs> but <laughs> that, that, that helps. <laughs> blinders. I'm are, already in enough pain. Blinders are useful when I'm around. <laughs> they are. So it's yeah, it's not been good, but I have used it as an excuse a little here and there, but not to the point where I'm a shithead. But to the point where like, you know what? Maybe I should give myself a break. I really couldn't do it because I'm very down from. What, it, what I'm going through. I'm very busy at the same time of helping my mom and vacuuming and the lines and the yeah, rug and all yeah. that kind of stuff. Uh, so let's start with something that we, I was going to do the other episode is this quote. Okay. And I guess we'll focus a little bit on the depression thing. Don't want the show to be heavy. But I follow this lady on Twitter who I think is just awesome. Her name is Dr. Thema. Thema? Thema, I'm guessing. And she tweeted... Depression can make you cling to crumbs, unable to believe you are worthy of a feast. And I, I, that hit me so hard, mostly because I'm starving. I was going to say, <laughs> look at you. Because <laughs> I'm famished. You've been eating crumbs, it looks yeah. like. Well, I do have this thing called SIBO, which is a uh, small intestinal SIBO bacterial. It sounds like overall. a drug. It does sound like a drug. It's definitely SIBO. not. Yeah, it sounds like it would be a street thing. Yeah. Like we do it like raves. Like a nickname for yeah. uh, party drugs. No, no, it's just small intestinal <laughs> no, bacterial it's overgrowth. It's <laughs> to do with shitting. <laughs> Makes you shit at parties. Not the kind of drug you want to right. take. I found this out last week, a week and a half ago. Uh, felt very vindicated finding it out because I've felt bloated since a bowl of cereal in college. <laughs> and it's tr- and I have a reason. Um, probably life. Life cereal. Ugh. I love life cereal, ironically, because I don't yeah. like life. Yeah, yeah, it's the only so, life you like. Right. No, literally. <laughs> uh, but I have felt so bloated. And at the time in college, I didn't realize that I, that a gastroenterologist even existed. You know, yeah. like, so I'm like, I didn't know I could go to see someone yeah. specializing in that. We talked on the last episode that wasn't taped about our very low SAT scores. Yes. So there's proof of. Uh, we did narrow it down. <laughs> <laughs> into three, three digits, digits. Yes. we both had three digits but yes. we're not getting any more specific than that that's you know what that's embarrassing enough it's so embarrassing i feel like you should hit a thousand no matter what a thousand digits i'm just kidding <laughs> no <laughs> well i was going to reveal it on my patreon page if i hit 200 yeah. subscribers Help. i got up to like 170 which is basically like my sat score so <laughs> yeah it's at least the english part yes <laughs> <laughs> no that was math uh, and english the whole thing do combined. you have a number you lie to like, I do. I, I have a fake number. I, I do, too. I do, too. I have like a, oh, it's bad, but not as bad. Yeah, but it's yeah. bad, so it will sound believable. Yeah. That's me, too. Yeah. Mine's like 1090. Oh, you go to four digits. Yeah. <laughs> I just leave. I don't know. Oh, I do go to four that, digits. That, no, makes, no, that no. makes me think I was higher than you. No. <laughs> I do go to a thousand. Okay. I, I do. Okay. But I just haven't done it in so long. I, I forgot I'm that I go to I'm short of the 1100 mark, but right. I, I, I'm like, how can I look like stupid, but not like super yeah, stupid? Yeah, well, I'm like, I did so bad. I thought I'd give a score that's way better than my real right, one. Right, right. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, that was awful. Well, I have to reference the Seinfeld line. George is like, you'd know I'd tell you anything, right? Yeah. But that I'm taking to my grave. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, the, I'm the same with well, the, I, I'm taking it to my grave. the SATs? What? 
in Seinfeld. Well, the IQ, it's the IQ IQ test. Ellen takes IQ tests. Yeah. But, uh, but, well, I don't know where I was going with that. I was, I was doing good. I was doing good. Trying to recreate. We're rolling. We are rolling, rolling in, uh, in the mud, in the (laughs) shit, more so, (laughs) rolling in shit. Uh, what were, what were we, help me, what were we saying? The quote. Oh, yeah, the quote. The crumbs. Oh, yeah, I got away from that immediately. Went right to the SAT. (laughs) Well, because I'm a crumb, that's all I, I had, when I read that, it was like this realization of, oh, I see, because I have only reached for crumbs not knowing that that's what I'm in my mind. It's so ingrained when you're depressed that I don't even feel like reaching for anything beyond crumbs would even be a thing. And so I started to think about the like living versus thriving. And so everyone talks about being grateful. Like you gotta be grateful. You gotta write down what you're grateful for. And I think that's a little unhealthy because if you're grateful for just your two legs, are you ever going to... You're settling. You're settling. you got to be able to go somewhere. you got to be thriving. you got to want something, be hungry for something. Right. No pun intended. Yes. <laughs> You're mocking me, I know, again. Mm. Oh, and that's oh, that's why I got into it. The SIBO. The SIBO, the small intestinal Is bacteria. Is that why you only eat crumbs? No, it, it, um, it, uh, it has to do with like weight loss and... You can't. You don't. You don't absorb nutrients ah, and stuff like that's that. That's why you look so sick. So it could be part of why I look <laughs> like I haven't eaten in six months. You do. You. I, I actually. I thought you look extra skinny today. Oh, I do. Because I, I felt like that. I. Ga- I thought I gained a w- like a pound or two. <laughs> no, you. Um, I. I, actually <laughs> I weigh the same as my SAT scores. <laughs> Let's just like leave it that. <laughs> no. no. <laughs> um. <laughs> I weigh as much as mine. <laughs> no, don't I'm, close, that. I'm closer to mine than you are to yours. I bet. <laughs> um, yeah, I when when I came in, I, I thought I was like, "Wow, you look skinny, extra skinny." Mm-hmm. Well, so it could have to do with the SIBO. I'm taking an antibiotic um, for clearing up the uh, overgrowth of bacteria to see if they even out, and then from there, I have to figure out whether I'm like gluten intolerant, lactose intolerant. Oh, God. So I basically have most likely some sort of underlying food allergy. Not a big deal, but kind of a pain in the ass. No pun intended. Awful. Very awful. I it can't imagine it. I can't. I, it takes me so much effort just to figure out how to eat the most basic meal, let alone I, got, I can't eat this. I got to avoid that. I don't want any restrictions with what I eat. Right. So I think what's going to happen with me, it could. The thing is with SIBO, it can uh turn into something bigger like diabetes or it can go bad places but i think if you keep it in check you don't have to worry about i don't think it's something really scary but i want to just leave it as is i'm like okay well i've been bloated for 15 years or more i'm just gonna live bloated yeah but then i'm like but then it could turn into diabetes bloated and then i'd have a bloated leg with no foot attached to it (laughs) so that would suck uh but Anyway, with the back to the depression thing. So my morning routines have been really, really bad. And I think that's part of why I continue to stay in a depression cycle. Well, you don't have a routine. Exactly. <laughs> it doesn't exist. I shouldn't you even call like it a routine. A I know. <laughs> you know you just you I you wake up, I roll out of bed, and then that then it's there's nothing. Like how many days a week would you say you have tasks you need to do when you get up. I do actually have things that I need to well, do. Well, especially now with your mom, I'm sure. Yeah. 
But even without the cancer, I have things to do. Yeah. And I got a, a tiny life, not a big life. No, no, I'm not trying to. <laughs> no, but I do have things I need to do. But I mock can, you either. But I can do them all on my own time. So exactly. that's the problem. Exactly. I don't have anywhere specific. You don't have any scheduled activities you need to Zero. do. Zero. And you don't like working out. No, I I do occasionally. I I do occasionally, but I have to really feel the drive. I haven't been working out lately, but this is what I'm going to get to. So reading that quote, usually, you know, I'm not inspired by quotes. They kind of come in, go in one ear, out the other. It's like all kind of bullshitty. That one really su- stuck with me. So I talked about on my Patreon page starting a meditation room downstairs or like a little yoga room. Okay. So reading that quote kind of like put me into gear so downstairs below us is my magical meditation okay. room. And what do you have in there? Uh mostly <laughs> dildos. Yeah, 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 yeah. Porn. <laughs> <laughs> stare at the porn and that's meditating. <laughs> I really feel like, you know, meditating can be various things, so maybe if porn's your thing, but uh I just have a little carpet it's not anything big, it's just a little carpeted area. So I ordered a carpet online and Do you meditate though? I've been kind of meditating ish but what i've been doing is i've been doing more like stretching yoga kind of things with okay. slight meditation and i'm not judging myself for it feeling like new agey or spiritual it feels really good but what i did was i brought down to my meditation area a book someone sent to me years ago who listens to my other podcast called tools of titans okay and it's all about routines of successful people, billionaires, world-class performers. Obviously, I'm in there. <laughs> I've had that book for like three years. I just opened the first page. And you didn't read it. You just opened it. I just opened it. <laughs> and then I burned it. Yeah. It's in the garbage. You're like, that's a stop. But one of my steps was, okay, I'm going to go down and stretch, et cetera, in the morning. I'm going to read a, one or two pages from Tools of Titans. So I've started reading some pages. So then I started doing morning journaling, which Mike Carano has talked about before and trying to set myself on a better path. But this is where I get to the being grateful because he, you know, recommends this morning routine, which that makes sense. Okay. Be grateful. Write down at nighttime, write down three things that you were grateful for, for the day. Uh, But then I was like, but why do I only have to be grateful for these little things? And he doesn't say just to be a little grateful for the little things. But it just kind of was this full circle thing where I realized I've never even aimed for anything other than crumbs because you're told to be grateful that you have a family. And to, I mean, you know, that's fine. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, sometimes you need a you little need more than more. family. You need a little more than. But that's just expectations. I don't think I need more. Someone you know like you, I mean? like, someone I'm, like I'm you doesn't need more. With, I, I don't want to consider the things that are important to me crumbs. <laughs> but I am simple. I ha- like I said in a previously non-recorded podcast. God, I was so good. I have my family. I got my fiance, and that's and a simple job. And I'm that's a feast to me. Right. It may seem like crumbs to some people, but to me, it's a feast. You're like a little church mouse. Like you literally get a little crumb, <laughs> and, and you're happy yeah, as a clam. That's all I need. I could get a giant actual roasted turkey <laughs> just for myself. Rotisserie. <laughs> rotisserie. Oh, by the way, I'm not feeding my dog rotisserie chickens anymore. No. I mentioned that on the show. I was doing it. I was going below the skin thinking I wasn't going to get any of the like salty stuff yeah, on the top because I would get the original. Oh, I'd get original. Yeah. And then 
so since I taped that, I realized oh, I really shouldn't be giving her the rotisserie chickens. I should. So I've been making her steak. <laughs> Literally, she's been getting sirloin, New wow. York strip. Uh, she had a filet last night. Uh, so if you guys want to support me on Patreon, yeah. <laughs> it's going to steak for because she doesn't eat chicken that's plain. She'll eat plain steak. So I put a little pepper on it, a little garlic powder, which doesn't have any sodium, I guess. You're like the emerald for dogs. Yeah. <laughs> Bam. <laughs> so I stick her uh, pills in those, you know, like the steak like pockets. And anyway, so I've only reached for crumbs, which you would consider not crumbs. But that's it, it's all perspective. It's all perspective. But. It's a bad feeling when you repeatedly think you're only worthy of crumbs when you know in the back of your head you're maybe I'm not worthy of a feast. Maybe I'm like, it's all bullshit. The narcissistic side of you is thinking, I deserve more than this, no matter what you have. Right. But But it's also not narcissistic. It's having a level of desire to live a certain way. And I'm I'm not desiring Maseratis and like, you know, yeah, a little bit popping bottles. Yeah, a little bit. No, yeah. I'd be good with an Audi, I an Audi. <laughs> of course, I, I say like Audi. Like I think you have a little bit of the vanity to you. Well, I absolutely have the vanity. Yeah, but that's that's uh, that's uh, that's a whole other. <laughs> we talked about that on the other. Yeah, episode. I see I, this. I'm gonna lose well, the momentum. We're gonna touch on some stuff, obviously, because it's fresh in our minds. But I'm the opposite. I have few things that are very important to me and that matters more than a whole bunch of stuff that matters less to me right whereas i think you want your cake and eat it too you know you want all this stuff and more and it's still gonna seem like you haven't reached your potential in your head yeah and so i wonder what makes me this way and you that way so the question i want to pose to you is do you think narcissists can be good people. Yeah, I do. I think as long as you're not 100% too narcissistic, as long as you have a good balance, I think it's healthy. I think you should think about yourself. Um, Ricky Nelson, Garden Party song. You ever hear that song? It's an old song, old song. I, I, I think it's a little country too, but he said there's a line in it. little country, little rock yeah, and roll. He, he says... You can't please everybody, so you got to please yourself. And that line has stayed with me since the first time I heard that song. But the problem is is, is this. If you worry too much about pleasing everybody else, you're never going to be happy. Right, but what if your pleasure is based off of pleasing other people? I don't believe in that because it's sort of the selfless act thing. Like, You're not really doing it to please other people. You're doing it to make yourself happy. Yeah. So you're still pleasing yourself when you do that you know you know i think in order to actually see if someone wants to do good deeds and be a good person you have to like get whipped or something for like (laughs) if you want to do a good deed how how much do you want to be a good person if you're willing to take some pain for it then it's a selfless good deed and i know the friends episode of phoebe was like there's no selfless good deed there's no such thing and then she lets a bee stinger and they're like but that the bee dies. And I ever tell bad. you about my college dorm with the bees? <laughs> no, no, I don't think yeah. No, go yeah. on. Go on. God, God. Uh, do it. Tell us about the bees. Uh, no, no. It's on no. the last go episode. on, go on, go right, on. That right. story's not good. But, well, the narcissist thing, I think, has been 
thrown around a lot being that self, you know, smartphones and everyone can take pictures of themselves and have an Instagram It is page. a buzzword right now. It is. It is like a buzzword. Yeah. Speaking of bees. <laughs> and if you think about a picture, say, okay, someone's Instagram. It's so bizarre that this is socially acceptable. An Instagram, mostly for people, there's obviously some people who just post pictures of nature and boring shit, <laughs> but mo- most generally everyone's using it as a shrine yep. to themselves. Yep. So imagine if you came over to my house, imagine if I had a house, first of all, okay, <laughs> it'd be yes. unbelievable. And then imagine you came to that house and on my mantle were only pictures of me. That'd be so strange. It would be. So narcissism has become accepted and normalized within this context well, we, we of online. We feed into it with social media, no doubt about it. Yeah. I mean... And I'm one of... I, I remember when I first saw someone take a selfie. It was like I walked in on them in the bathroom. <laughs> it was so uncomfortable. I was like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. Like it was so this private, huh, you know? <laughs> and we didn't call them selfies. No. At that point. That didn't... The term didn't Wasn't exist. Wasn't in the lexicon. Right. I really just felt like I walked in on someone doing cocaine and I was like oh my god I am sorry I'm gonna leave you and now it's so normal to see someone just standing in public like taking a picture of themselves so the word narcissist does get thrown around a lot yeah but I want to open up but it is probably more common and it definitely is people are more narcissistic now than they were 20 years ago oh my god yeah you have to yeah I'm not I remember before like if you took a picture that was the picture that existed and got printed out and was there for his, the history books. Yeah. Not that anyone's going to document this boring <laughs> shit, yeah. but it was there. But now we can just delete any picture we don't yeah. like of ourselves. So we're going to have this unrealistic I, I don't know about memory you, of I what we actually looked like. I think were. it's better when you have an old photo album and you're looking through hard copies of books rather than scanning. Well, yeah, obviously. Yeah, obviously. It, but that's, we're that's losing that. Yeah, of course. We've lost a long time ago. Exactly. Uh, but that has now become so normal that we're not able to just have those natural Polaroids of like, this is what you looked like this day and you didn't get a chance. You'd like, I remember seeing maybe pictures in my sister's teenage album where she cut her head out cause she didn't like the way she looked or something. That's probably me. Those are probably my <laughs> albums. She doesn't care. She's really cool. I'm not, I'm narcissistic. She's not, but you'd have to do things like that. You had to get creative to yeah. hide what you <laughs> look like. Yeah. But now you can just change Delete, it. Delete, take another picture. Yeah. <laughs> but because narcissists has gotten thrown around so much, and I think so many people are narcissists, I think that the, I want to separate narcissists from like bad people. Because if someone calls you a narcissist, it's like they're calling you a bad person. But it's like nowadays, it's just like calling you like Joe. Yeah, like everyone. Yeah, it's, it's like a Joe Schmo thing. Right. Narcissistic. So I want to... Uh, I Separate wa- the stigma that comes with being yeah. called a narcissist. Because I'm a narcissist. I'm a good person. Yeah. I think I am too. Right. So I want to, you know, open... I'm I'm being... I'm pulling back the curtains. I'm showing that it's not just cliches. Everybody can have a make little any bit sense. of narcissism in them. Yeah. And yeah. be okay with it. But also be ashamed of it at the same time. Yes. You need some shame. Like you can't be like... I am a narcissist and I am the best. You have to be like, I'm a narcissist and I'm kind of an asshole. But do you think by accepting it, that's even more narcissistic? I am the biggest narcissist. <laughs> yeah. That's sort of narcissistic to say, you're right? You're giving yourself your own narcissist <laughs> yeah, you're, trophy. You're, you're portraying yourself as the biggest and best narcissist is the ultimate 
but narcissistic because act. narcissistic does have a negative connotation, you could be insulting well, it's, yourself. It's not good. It's like drinking. Having a few beers is fine. Drinking a 24-pack every day, probably not the best. I, I don't think find anything wrong line. with it. <laughs> <laughs> I think if you are too narcissistic, then obviously it's not healthy. But a certain amount of caring about yourself more than others is good. Right. And so there should there should be like some sort of level. We should take a yeah, test. There should be another word. We should take for yeah, there's, an acceptable yes. an amount. Acceptable narcissist or versus an unacceptable amount. Nightmare. Like, narcissistic means an acceptable amount, like ultra narcissistic I think is I think I know the, the term. It would just be Instagram model. You see, that, yeah. that is, are you a narcissist or an Instagram model? Because <laughs> Instagram model, that's the ultimate. Influencer. Influencer, yes. That's the term. <laughs> yes. That's the term for that the worst the narcissist. narcissist. Yes. yes. See, Influencer. we're getting places. Yeah, we are. We we're are. breaking. Even though we have low SAT scores, we can we're still. We're breaking barriers. Yes. yes. And then build them right back up because <laughs> I don't like living in a world that's too comfortable. Brand, Clearly. Yeah. Why are you getting weird? I'm not. You're getting weird. I'm weird. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not getting. So do you think that someone with the tendency to be narcissistic would more likely be depressed or no? No. Right. Because you're not because depressed. Because I'm not. And you're a narcissist. Yeah. Also, doesn't necessarily mean narcissists are vain and into looks because you're a narcissist, yet incredibly unkempt <laughs> i think that's how you say it is it yeah oh well yes <laughs> i am yes well so you can be my, you can be an undercover my, narcissist like you look like an undercover narcissist my narcissism is more mental than physical where you have more of a physical aspect of it like you care yeah. more about appearance and how you're portrayed to onlookers i'm more like I'm better than these people. I don't care what they think. So, so I don't know if I'm more or less than you. Hmm. Like, am I more narcissistic for not giving a shit? Just being like, I know better. These people are idiots for judging me on this stuff. I'm better than them. See, this could be or the non-narcissist you, yeah, in me. I want to say, no, you're better. You're cool. I'm an, I'm an idiot. I'm pathetic. You're cool. You know, you're just well, like, you're okay right with that. yourself. <laughs> and I'm not. But I'm curious. Obviously, we grew up in different households. <laughs> I don't know. We're not brother and sister. Uh, was your family at all ever talking about what other people thought of them? So I feel like my mom was a little concerned with that. Not my dad. But would your <laughs> would your dad go out of the house without makeup? <laughs> no, he always was right. called off. Would your mom go out without makeup? It depends on what the event was. So if she had like run to the store. If we're going to um, church on Sunday, you know. Yeah. She'd do herself up so that we could look like the white picket fence family at church, even though I was usually playing with Tonka trucks and my dad wasn't there. <laughs> but, 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 but she still wanted this image of like the wholesome, everyday American family, I think. Yeah. But she could, could she run to say your place of work, the grocery store, and um, not have to worry? You know, she doesn't put on an outfit to look great there you it's, know? it's hard for me to say because now i feel like she would now that she's retired and a little bit older but when we were younger i felt like she was pretty pretty aware of her appearance so i'm surprised i did rub off on you because i grew up in a, I, I grew up for, uh, with a long line of caring about 
the yeah. perception. Yeah, but dummies. I, I think a long line of dummies. I think, it, uh, and unfairly so, but I think it's different for men and women. That's I, true. I that's think true. there's a certain amount of pressure put on a woman to keep up a certain appearance that I can't relate to. You know, I, I, I think men have it way easier as far as that goes. Like, especially now that dad bods have become a thing. It's like, yeah, hey, it's trendy to just be out of shape and lazy. Whereas, like, women have never... It's I never, hate to break oh, you. I my, do think the trend is minds. over. Well, first of all, let me... I, I hate to break this to you, but that was never <laughs> I real. Know, I know. That was never real. Yeah. It was just, you know... It was a hashtag yeah. or something. What's real is I do think women are more attracted to personalities. Definitely. We are. Like, We're not as shallow. Yeah, yeah. Even a narcissist, like, I've... When I'm going through online dating, if I'm coming across a profile where a guy's perfect looking but he's got no personality and his drives the fast and furious car <laughs> yes he drives a bright green neon car <laughs> and his original response to the question you know what's your dream date and he says great dinner and conversation like bleh bye i need someone with personality he could be a perfect 10 so you know what's funny though that is a dream date <laughs> good dinner and good i know it is but i want something a little more original like walk, a, that. Slow, that a, good a, a slow walk on the beach, <laughs> <laughs> a long watch, a walk on the sandy beach, holding a girl's hand, like something really cliche. Well, yeah, but I mean, yes. Um, Cause I'm more of a company person on a date. I'd rather have the person's company conversation. Me too. That was a bad answer. I'm going to actually edit that out. Cause that was not at all what I was going for. I think for. you should keep it. Yeah. Cause you sound good, but I sound bad. <laughs> and guess what? It's my show. Is it? It's your show. It's not our show. If you want to commit, no, if you want to commit to once no, a week, no, no. it could be our show. I am not committing. I will be on the this show again. This milk could be our milk. <laughs> yes, I am sorry. Hey, you want you want some of the proceeds from the Patreon I page? I really don't. You'll be living large. <laughs> I really don't. Although Throwing I do have a cash. wedding coming up, yeah. <laughs> I could use some extra money. Yeah. I'd let you in on these. Uh, there you these go. Stocks. The well, show's going. Through I'll the continue roof. to do the, do the show. Yes, that's but I want a weekly I, commitment. I, I, want a week, I want a ring. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I need I a podcast you ring. You gave a ring to your, to your fiance. Can you just move that, please? That, just please move that pumpkin. <laughs> it's driving me. So, so this is essentially like the second and a half show we've taped for today. <laughs> yeah. And the entire it's probably time. probably the longest we've ever spent with each other. Right. <laughs> it is. And I am so bad. because so south. mad. The show was so, the first one was really, really I good. I don't think this is too bad. It's not, but it's a little dry. I want it to be funnier. Um, but that I'm whole burnout. <laughs> I know I have a limit. The uh, whole time that we've been taping, the cord from the mic has been hitting the stupid pumpkin display that my mom has, and Kyle keeps gently fixing it. <laughs> Fucking move it! It's driving me nuts. God. Uh, so, so we're breaking down barriers for the narcissists out there. Yes. You're welcome. Please don't be so narcissistic that you don't can't write out, write, write to me and say yes. thank you. Yes. <laughs> thank you, fellow narcissist uh, battler. You're speaking on You're, behalf of the... It's a club. <laughs> it is a club. Uh, but, uh, but it's this weird thing of you hate yourself, but you also think you're great. Yes. Uh, I would say I'm at a 10 right now for the what people think of me. I would love to crank that down. To about a six. Oh, uh, you're saying you're at a ten as far as you're worried about yeah. people. Yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, and I but want. You if think, I, if but I you need to turn it up down. in other aspects, I like self respect. Like you, you hold yourself at a very low. That's what's weird is that you and hate that you yourself, should, but you you're the best. You got to refocus that narcissism on feeling good about yourself and less about 
what other people feel about you and more about what you feel about yourself. Because that's honestly, that's probably why I'm not depressed because when things are bad, I'm just like, well, I'm good enough to get out of this. I have confidence in but you're who not, I am. Though. <laughs> I, well, I'm not. And that's why that's yeah, that's true. But I in my head I'm always like, ah, I'm better than this. I have a leg up on this. I'm smarter than this. Which again sounds super arrogant when I say No, it out but loud. it's healthy. I'm unhealthy. I, I don't mean it to sound like there's a fine line between confidence and arrogance, and I crossed it. <laughs> but but I try to look at myself as a well-rounded intelligent person that usually has a good grasp on the situation yeah and that's the thing that so with narcissists what's something good that they can add to society so we can give them a a better uh image or like i'm their publicist and i'm what's good that that a narcissist does for for society in general well i think it's just what i said i think if you are using your narcissism to uplift yourself and elevate yourself as give in yourself confidence. showering and not smelling bad in public. <laughs> that's a good quality. But from a are you are you showering because you're worried about what other people will think, or are you showering because you want to feel clean? First of all, I don't shower. <laughs> motive <laughs> is everything. I know motive is everything, and it's it's so something if that if you're motivated by what other people think at all times then narcissism's bad. If you're motivated by what's going to make you feel good. I'm proud to say I do shower for my own purposes. I do it for my legs because that's when I shave. And when my legs are prickly, I can't sleep. I can't sleep with those prickles. It's like house phone. House phone. We're going to keep talking through it because nothing here. It's like cactus. Cactus? Yeah, prickly prickly legs. So I don't do it. I had no idea. (laughs) I was like, narcissism's like cactus? (laughs) Cacti. Cacti. But that's how uncomfortable I get that I am willing to shower for myself. No one else. I don't have dudes touching my legs. <laughs> or my women. cactus. My cacti. <laughs> or women. Uh, so I think I do do some things for myself. But generally. You're worried about you, other people or perception. Yeah. And like I said, I come from a long line of that. And I wonder how that affects I'm sure it's my depression. ingrained in you a little bit. And I'm sure it does weigh on you. But you have these moments. And actually, we taped an episode a long time ago where I think I had this mo- lifting moment where I didn't hate my hairline. <laughs> yes. And I was like, oh, it's okay. It's just who I am. When you have those moments, it's it's almost like you're high or like you're on drugs. Like someone gave you mushrooms and you're seeing everything <laughs> clearly. <laughs> and you're like, oh my God, I don't have to hate myself. Whoa. And then something happens to bring that cloud back over you. And so it's a constant like trying to get the sun to shine bright enough to burn off See, those clouds. it works different with us, though, because, like, if people are being mean to you or picking on you or not liking you, your natural reaction is to buy into what they're saying. Yes, they're absolutely right. Whereas but my yet they're natural idiots. reaction is to point out how dumb they are and how much better I am than them, and their opinion doesn't matter because I've just elevated myself past them, whereas you bring yourself down to where they're putting you. Yeah. And that's a major flaw. I know. And it's it's uh, I think it's going to be a lifelong battle mm-hmm. because well I, if if it's it's you've had it as long as I've known you. Like in high school you said you got bullied, you got picked on. That shit I would have been like fuck them. 
and moved on and felt good about myself and the friends that I did have, I'd be like, yeah, we're better anyway. We're better people. And I would know that. And that, that reassuring reassurance of <laughs> there's the one Oh two score, the reassurance of believing that you're above them is a aspect of narcissism. That's good. Yeah. But I think, I think what the difference is, is you had reinforcement that you were above them. I didn't really have the reinforcement. Well, nobody picked on me, first of all. Right, because <laughs> no. I mean you were like a god. <laughs> I was not like a god. I'm being sarcastic. Do you think I was serious? <laughs> I, I don't know. seriously saying that. I was that. like, uh, <laughs> no. I, I hardly. Oh my god, no. <laughs> but. <laughs> That's funny that you thought I was serious. You are a narcissist. But I been. <laughs> you are a narcissist. In my head, I was a god. <laughs> yeah, wow. Oh my god, that was just so Freudian. Yeah, no. no I, I just, I think when you care less, that comes across too, and people see that, and they appreciate it. Oh, definitely. It. When I feel like I'm caring less, it radiates yeah. through everything. And it's up. This is the one time where caring less is good. Yes. Well, I started to listen. And that's all I know how to do is care less. <laughs> that's all I know. Right. That's all I know. Right. You would think everyone would be able to care less. <laughs> yeah, it's easy. That'd be the default, it's but it's not It's not the default. Yeah. Uh, I started to listen. I'd like to say read, but I started to listen to the book on tape, The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck. I, you know what? I've heard uh, putting fuck on a book is trendy right now. Super trendy. Yeah. It's like it's like the kids are going to love it. You're going to get sales. It, but it is actually a decent book. However, I stopped listening to it because it's, well, it's a lot of, you know, common sense. Yeah. But I looked up the, the guy who wrote it. He's not like a, I wanted a guru. It was almost like, you're not Chinese. Yeah, but. <laughs> How am I taking advice from a, a white lady? That <laughs> Seinfeld reference. That might be good. But he, yeah, but he, I Breaking thought he was going to be like a doctor. And he's like an online marketer. And he, he you know, yeah, but, but I had to, I just kind of stopped buying into it. But the I'm idea, just a grocery store guy. That's true. And I have wisdom. That's why I don't read your book. That's why I wouldn't stop. Yeah, that's why I haven't read a book. You can't write a book because you can't read. <laughs> exactly. Uh, uh I feel like I'm going a little off the rails. Yeah. A little bit. We're okay. The other one was better. See, you're worried too much. I am. I'm very worried. I'm very upset. I'm very hey, upset. Guess what? If people don't like it, they can turn off. I don't want them to turn off. Well, they'll come don't back. They'll come back. They won't. Okay. Edit that out. Yeah. Don't give them any ideas. I know. I know. <laughs> I know. Uh, I'm trying to make the narcissist thing be more complete because I feel like it was complete. The first time we did uh, it. Yeah, I don't know if we can get there. And I don't know if we can get there. But I wanna I'm just trying to rack my brain for like a point that was made. Um It's hard to spell. Oh my god. <laughs> it's really hard to spell. Yeah. It's like Mississippi and banana had a baby and narcissist <laughs> came out. <laughs> a lot of double letters in there. Like someone needs to write a song. Sounds and letters. I know how to spell banana because obviously we needed someone to write a pop song. It's the same type of thing. There's that chant. Yeah. Yeah. We need we need the song. We should write it. NA, if I could spell the word, I would maybe sing it right now, but I can't spell it. Exactly. If we weren't so busy looking in the mirror, being narcissists, we'd learn how to spell the word narcissist. It's a tough word. It is a tough word. Uh but I, I want to, that word is being thrown around so haphazardly and irresponsibly. I want to irresponsibly throw around the terms like sociopath and psychopath, like the good old days. Like those are real. Like Because so I think narcissists is now becoming a, so mainstream. You don't think there's a good version of sociopath? Absolutely not. Yeah. No. I don't think so. Either. Unless that sociopath's only mission in life is to save every animal. Are you eating meat? 
Yeah, I ate meat. Yeah. <laughs> I, I made about two weeks without eating meat. That's not bad. Yeah. But then I, I, I'm lazy. I got nothing uh, nothing to choose from. And my mom's cooking stuff, so I got to eat that. There's soup all over. Yeah, but I haven't really eaten red meat, so I'm cooking steak for my dog. because not it's eating it. I'm not taking one bite. I've cooked her filet mignon, sirloin, top sirloin, New York strips. I haven't had one bite, not to even sample. Because um, there's something about the red meat right now for me that's a little weird. But I have had chicken. Okay. You know, I'm like, I mean, to justify the hypocrisy, chicken's... They're probably kind of dumb. <laughs> they don't really know. Chickens are dumb. Yeah. I can justify eating chicken over a cow at this moment. I don't think cows are exactly smart. They're sentient. They're sentient beings. Do you know what the word sentient means? No, I don't. Well, you used the word onomatopoeia on the first episode did. that did not get recorded, yeah. and I feel bad that that was not documented. <laughs> I know that I knew that word. You knew that word. I knew what it meant. Too. You did. Blunt. <laughs> Blunt. As in onion. Onion. Not really an onomatopoeia because it sounds soft, but yet the flavor is very intense. It is intense. Sharp. It should be onion. I hate onions. It should be onion. Somebody, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm really reaching here. <laughs> you are. <laughs> All right. So anyway, let's uh, let's let's get narcissists um, kind of in a category of. Really bad ones. Just know if you're narcissistic that it's not all bad. You just got to channel it yeah. the correct way. Yeah. And the 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 other thing that kind of gets put into the corner with nar- narcissists, not you know, not completely, but making judgments and assuming. I want to break down barriers for judging and assuming because they've got a very nugget nugget. <laughs> 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 they've got a very negative connotation, and really. It's really not that negative. Judgment and assumptions give you a framework in which to judge the world around you. So if you were to say, like, say I don't make judgments, that would be like, oh, well, you're just a boring person because yeah. you won't have an opinion on anything. You should make judgments. But what you said earlier. And you need to be able to move off exactly. your stance. You yes. need to be flexible in anything. You need a starting point, which is the judgment or assumption. Yep. And then you need the flexibility to, of the... To, to change. Yeah. And... No matter how narcissistic you are, you have to keep in perspective that you are going to be wrong and you are still going to learn stuff. And to for me, I just crank up the narcissism even more and say I'm smart enough and good enough You're to Stuart learn. Smalley. Yeah, I am. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I am smart enough. I am good enough. And gosh darn it. People, people like, people me, like but me. But yeah, opposite. I, <laughs> I think that makes me better because I can move. You know, so you're still tying it into your narcissistic attitude. Yeah. I make judgments all the time. And honestly, most of them are probably unfair. (laughs) (laughs) But that's okay. Right. (laughs) It's okay to make unfair judgments as long as they're not mean-spirited. Right. And uh, you've said this before. I think you said it today. (laughs) But we've done so many episodes that I don't even remember. We're on the fifth episode. Motive. Motive. Yes. Yes. Is huge. If you're... um, I, I don't What's know. what it's what I fuck no, I'm losing it. Damn it. My brain's getting tired. Yeah, yeah, clearly. I didn't go into this discussion about narcissists championing championing in championing. championing. How do you say that? Championing. Championing. Thank you. I didn't go into this conversation about narcissists championing them. Did I say it right? Yeah, row at it. <laughs> <laughs> we're now we're doing callbacks to stuff they aren't gonna hear <laughs> I, know, I, know. I didn't think ahead of time that i was like i want to defend narcissists but throughout the discussion i've decided 
I want narcissists to not be considered that bad. Influencers, the new term for yeah. the ultimate narcissist, <laughs> they're bad. They're bad. But regular narcissists, they're people. Yeah. They're keeping they're keeping the streets smelling clean because they're showering and they're picking out nice clothes. <laughs> it's amazing to me how much you tie showering into narcissism. <laughs> it's weird because they don't not shower that much. It's just common human activity. <laughs> I, I know. I know. <laughs> it's, just, <laughs> it's pathetic. That person, what a narcissist. <laughs> <Look at that. laughs> He's in the shower yeah. again. He's I so smell involved cologne. With what a dick. <laughs> mm-hmm. But if someone wears a lot of cologne, there, people, there are certain people that look like they would wear a lot of cologne. Like I don't even have to smell them to know that they're wearing a lot of cologne. Cologne's strange. It's a strange thing. Most of the time, I feel like it smells good when you put it on, but then if you start to sweat or anything, the mix of cologne and sweat sort of turns me off, and I'm always worried about that with cologne. Yeah, but if if I wear cologne, I gotta have a bottle with me to reapply. Do you think the smell of sweat sans bo, just sweat, is worse than cologne and sweat? Like, would you prefer just the natural smell of sweat over sweat mixed with cologne? I don't even know the smell of sweat. That's a good question. What's the difference between sweat and BO? Nothing. Is there a scent difference, though? Sweat itself probably smells pretty funky, but I think the BO is like sweat on your skin, rubbing and touching hairs and dirt and oils and... The it's, smell a mix, of it's, sweat. A, it's a melting pot of growth. <laughs> it is. It is. It's like the America <laughs> yeah. of sweat. Yes. I think sweat, the smell would be if you leave a hamper full of okay. sweaty clothes. It smells like damp, just kind of like funky, musty. musty. That's sweat smell. But See, I don't know what it smells like fresh on the skin. That's not as bad No, B.O. is d- terrible. Yes. Was it this episode we talked about onions or the other one? <laughs> I think it was the other episode like we talked three. about onions. <laughs> you don't like onions. B.O., it's weird. I love onions. S- smells like bo bo that's part of the reason i don't like onions I'm like mm, this sub's so, delicious did someone rub their armpit all ironically over we've talked about soup a lot too sometimes i get a little artificial chicken noodle soup smell from bo too interesting like campbell's like out of a can cold i haven't smelled that one yeah if you take campbell's chicken noodle soup open up a can and just sniff it Smells like a direct armpit. Interesting. Interesting. <laughs> Camp- <laughs> Campbell's is a sponsor of the show. Yeah, yes. <laughs> Tastes great. Oh, the no. best. <laughs> I love it. You know what I found once in Campbell's chicken noodle soup? Never ate it again. Piece of wood. No, I would have eaten it again. That wouldn't have scared me <laughs> okay. that badly. I found what looked to be like an actual little chicken heart. Like it looked like it had valves oh, and arteries. And uh, Did I ever tell you when I got wings from a pizza place? No. Ah, did it come, uh, not just a wing, but a heart? A head. No. Beak and all. No. A chicken head. I beak everything. Deep fried and cooked, covered in sauce. Could be tasty. You get more bang for your crazy. (laughs) What's crazy is we ate like all the wings, and there's a big gross looking one that everybody stayed away because they're like, that's a big gross. And then at the end of the night, my buddy (laughs) was that desperate for another wing. My buddy FaceTimed me after I left. He's like, dude, look at this. And I have the image. (laughs) sketched in my head like a like a horror movie of him he took a stick and he held it up and he opened the beak right up and (gasps) i could see a little little open beak and you could see nostrils at the end of the beak see now i gotta go back now i can't eat chicken well i'll tell you where after the show oh not a good endorsement (laughs) of a local pizzeria it's not their fault really because i'm sure they're just opening up a bag and throwing it into yeah, a they're, fryer, yeah, they're not the know, ones. It's, they're not inspecting every wing when it goes down in a fryer. No, they're also covering. not dealing with the actual chickens and cutting exactly. them up. Exactly. So it's from a distributor. And what's crazy is I've seen somebody else that happened to it at Buffalo Wild Wings on Twitter. I mean, how, how many wings? Are, you got to find a head in there every now and then. There's millions yeah. of wings to get all I these wings to feed people. I almost felt lucky. 
Yes, he was like finding the like a lottery four leaf clover. (laughs) Exactly. What are the chances I'm the lucky one to eat a head? Luck of the Irish. (laughs) But yeah, I had a chicken head in my chicken wings. I didn't eat wings for probably two years. Okay, well, I have a somewhat mirroring story. Cracked an egg. Blood. Full like formed bird. That's wild. Formed bird. It was so horrific. And I didn't eat eggs for probably, I would say, Did you at least years. make chicken salad out of it or anything? Yeah. I mean, I, I, I took him out. Of the, I took him out. I dressed him up. Him right? I birthed him. Yeah. He's alive and well. No, that was really disturbing. I didn't eat eggs for a really long time. That's wild. That. Yeah. I didn't think that could happen. It was like developed. I mean, it wasn't, you know, there weren't feathers, but it yeah. was the bones were formed. And yeah, no, the never, hot, never hot. eaten an egg the same way. I've eaten them. But, you know, it's always the back of your head. Oh. Good thing you didn't decide to hard boil that one. Oh, <laughs> maybe that wouldn't have been so bad. It would have, would have dried yeah, up the blood a little bit. Yeah, it was like it was like bloody and purple and yeah, yeah. Oh, it might have belonged to that head. Yeah, you know, I was so. gonna say it grew up and became <laughs> the head Those that I poor, ate. Yeah, it's so horrific. It's so horrific. Everything's horrific. Um, all right. I know you said, are there segments on the show? Not really at this point. There will be eventually. Again, once I start doing this um, more. Know, official officially but you know since this is just uh bullshitting with you yep. bullshitting with kyle <laughs> that's the whole episode that's the name of the podcast now ah, uh you're really going to try to get me in this <laughs> i am we're going to get to why you're here in a minute okay the whole reason i know you want to do this podcast was to do <laughs> your special segment kai the movie guy which i know you love the name i love the name <laughs> it's so bad. Yeah, it's supposed to be bad. It's not supposed to be good. Yeah, I know. It clear, you hit the mark. So we're going to get to Kai the movie guy. But before we get to Kai the movie guy, we're going to get in things I tell my therapist. And uh, something I tell my therapist. Very strange. Dream the other night. And I know it's annoying to talk about dreams, but I would tell my therapist this. I'm very lonely. I'm very, very... I have no human touch. I have no... Like last night, I was letting the cord of my cell phone kind of rub against my arm as i was texting <laughs> like to have some sensation sensual. yes <laughs> it was the best feeling i've had in while months. you were texting <laughs> yeah and it wasn't even dirty texting it was just like monotonous texting with jen or something like ah yeah ooh, feels good jen keep talking <laughs> just rubbing the cord on my arm. you see those three dots you know your reply's coming gotta hurry get it in now so i had a dream recently of uh Neil Brennan and I just embracing and laying on top of each other for hours. And it was the weirdest, best dream ever. And I'm not attracted to Neil. You know, I'm not like obsessed with him. I liked him, you know, Stevie and I kind of talked about how, you know, Stevie had a crush on him. I like, I definitely have a thing, have had a thing for him, but I'm not necessarily currently at this juncture. Like, oh my God, Neil Brennan. But that dream was the best embrace and so I almost have this weird, now freakish need to embrace Neil, Neil Brennan. Brennan. <laughs> What's funny is a lot of people have sex dreams. You just have like the cuddling after but the sex. But that's how lonely I am. <laughs> you long for that. Yes. I just, the, it was almost like someone who thinks similarly, our brains are similar, just getting to comfort one another but was the best feeling it was like i was high when i woke up You're but then also deeply sad because i'm like being caressed by a phone cord not <laughs> not neil brennan not by a guy skinnier than me <laughs> neil brennan <laughs> yeah but you're tough because you are such a picky dater 
oh, so picky. So I wouldn't embrace with just anybody. Yeah. And that's, I think, enhances the loneliness and therefore enhances more isolation and therefore more depression. It's all like an endless cycle. Yeah, it all feeds into each other. Yeah. Yeah, maybe sh- should stop being so picky. But then, but then, th- then I go, well, now I've lost all standards. Now I'm really losing the battle. Yeah. So I don't know. But now I, now I have I this. I think you're screwed. I am screwed. <laughs> Basically, I just want to cuddle with someone who, not you. <laughs> it's a similar, obviously, it's a similar. You don't have to preface that. I know, but it's weird. You act like someone, I was getting up, like coming <laughs> over <laughs> to you. Not you, not you. <laughs> I'm, don't worry. You know, I mean, I, it could. I'm not. I'm the opposite. I long for hardly any human contact. Well, because you've got it all. I hate. Well, yeah. I mean, obviously, with her, I, with Leanne, I'm I'm comfortable. But most, I hate touching people. I usually hate touching. I f- find people generally disgusting. Yeah. You know, I, d- I don't want to touch people. I'm not a hugger. No, but the feeling of connecting with someone who's like minded and just holding yeah. each other, it was like in a 1980s music video where we are both just like in the shower like slinking down the wall holding each other but there's nothing sexual about there was nothing sexual about it it's just simply embracing yeah yeah so that's interesting anyone wants to reach out to neil let him know if he ever wants a good hug he's got a creep to hug that's funny. That's me. That is funny. Yeah, but we were just laying on. What top do you think of he's going to think when he listens to this? <laughs> I mean, he listens to it all the time. It's his favorite he is podcast. On Patreon. He's one of my biggest Patreons. If you guys join, maybe he'll talk to you. Yes, he subs- <laughs> he does a uh, um, a donation amount a month where we get to talk on the phone. Yes. Every month, so that's he's awesome. a big fan. He's a big fan. Anyway, uh, that's something I tell my therapist. I think I need to work on the loneliness stuff. Yeah. But there's no chance at solving it at this moment. So because I'm at my parents and. I'm not dating and, you know, yeah. what else? I'm horny. <laughs> I'm horny for a hug. <laughs> I'm horny for hugs. <laughs> I really am. It's like a creepy, likable pedophile would hold that sign. <laughs> I'm horny for hugs in a trench coat. <laughs> with, yeah, and it would say the number four. Yeah, <laughs> nice. Which really just indicated the age of the person who was looking to <laughs> hug. <laughs> That's horrible. It's funny. Isn't that? Yeah. So, yeah, no, you can joke about it because uh, you're not really a pedophile. <laughs> I mean, unless you are, I'll stop no, talking I'm about not, it. I'm That's not. Mark Norman, who was on the show before, he does a joke about he can joke about pedophile or like pedophilia because he's not a pedophile, okay. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, anyway, that's just <laughs> for the record. Um, is there anything you want to tell your therapist before we get to Kai the movie guy? Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> I know there's not you. I, I, you don't have it. You're not a therapist type. Uh, no, I don't know. I, I've never been really. So I don't know what I, I've told you this before. I don't know how the uh, I don't know. I've been thinking about this wedding stuff a lot. I stress. I stress. It's a lot of money spending. I told you I hate spending money. Oh, yeah. All right. That's played. Uh, but yeah, exactly. Uh, it's, uh, I have the same issues all the time. All the time. All right. Well, uh, moving on from that then. <laughs> yeah. Glad, uh, <laughs> glad to participate <laughs> in your segment. No, I have nothing to add. Thank you. <laughs> Good. All See right. you next, next week. All right. Well, this is where you really get to shine because it's Kai the movie guy. So we're going to talk about the Joker. Okay. You saw the Joker. I saw the Joker. I texted you. You saw it first. I did. I said, have you seen the Joker? And you said no. And I was like, damn it. You said, what do you think? And I said, I can't say a word because I want you to go in unscathed with any opinions or any yep. point of view i was super excited to see it too so was i we were both pumped Very i think on the last podcast it. we actually yeah. say we are so excited to see it love uh, love joaquin phoenix love him like love almost that. everything he's done you know i'm really jealous of the hair lip 
it's distinguishing on him. It's very distinguishing. It gives yeah. him character. I mean, it he's, does. he's got it helps. He's definitely he would be fine without it, obviously. But it differentiates himself from most actors. Yeah, it gives him a little bit more realism. He's got an edge. Yeah, it's an edge. Yeah, I'd like an edge. Have you ever seen Inherent Vice? No. You should watch that. It's really good. He's in it. So Paul Thomas Anderson, uh-huh. who made Magnolia. Ah. And Boogie Nights. Ah. <laughs> who stars the woman? Julianne Moore. Julianne Moore. We couldn't think of her name. And There Will Be Blood. Ah, wow. Did you All like right. That? Huh? Did you see that? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, of course. Did you I like that? You know, I didn't I didn't love it the way I probably should have as someone who enjoys movies. Uh I'd have to rewatch it. I liked it a lot, but I struggle with movies that are like in a different period. I like modern movies, modern stories more than like period type movies. And like, you know, old oil. I like fields. menstrual period movies. <laughs> no, those are the grossest. <laughs> <That's> so stupid. <laughs> Not funny. Um, Joker, though. Yes, Joker. So you want to give your thoughts first or do you want me to? Well, let's both at the same time say. One, two, three. C plus. <laughs> oh, great. Okay. Yeah. I was going to say two stars. No. Um, yeah, C plus is fair. I think maybe, actually, I'm maybe a, a B minus. I'm a I'm a C. I'm not a C plus. It's definitely was something I was glad to see. Um, I appreciated it. I think he's really good in it. But I don't know if I'll ever like. I'm not dying to see that movie ever again. Um, I almost liken that movie to this specific podcast episode. Like it could have been so much better. <laughs> and it was at it, one point when we taped the episode an hour and a half or two hours ago and had gold the entire time. And now <laughs> and now shit. Now it's shit. But he was good. He so was, I'm like the Joker. I'm good. And no matter what the podcast. Absolutely. <laughs> you can change the setting. The performance the is good. Yeah. The actual content. It's what struggling. he was given to work with. It's not and, his fault. And. and Basically, for me, what I was disappointed in was how slow it was. I appreciate a character study. I appreciate we really want to know the background, but we're fascinated with the character of the Joker so or Joker. I don't know. Are we supposed to say the? Is either. the appropriate? Because the just, that okay. works. Okay, because it's just called Joker. Do you think the movie would have worked if it wasn't called Joker? If he wasn't tied into the batman like if the bruce wayne you know bruce wayne's in it as a child and the wayne family if this was just the story of a sad person a person snapping pretty much and it wasn't tied into dc universe or comic book movies or any of that if it was just a story of a person going through what he went through would it make a difference yes i would have liked it better so you had some sort of I had an expectation because, I mean, that's the problem. You're going to use the word Joker. You got to live up to the standards. And I think the movie was really good in certain ways. I love watching a character break down. And I love seeing the humanness of the point of no return where you can only take so much motherfucking shit. Yeah. And what's creepy and scary is that in that movie, they do, uh, they use That's Life by Frank Sinatra over and over. And he listens to it, Joker, the character. I listen to that song all the time. And I was like, As I'm insane. Dancing, yes. You dance yes. a lot. Yeah, no, really. Like, yeah. I, that song for me is like, I'm fine. Life's going to be okay. And I'm, you know, but it's just, just me pulling the other day, myself. You're going downstairs in a suit, <laughs> <laughs> dancing. It was I actually go up the stairs. Yes. I like to get a workout in my dance. There you go. I'm a hard worker. He's lazy. 
He's going down the stairs. So would you be interested in seeing another movie with Joaquin Phoenix's Joker, but Batman? You know, no, he didn't really pull me in as the Joker. He pulled me in as a human being who was going through shit. And as a depressed person, a person who feels like they've never really belonged, it hit me really hard. As a person who loves makeup, I love putting on bright red lipstick. You know, I could really, I actually went to see the movie for makeup tips. But as someone who's been in those emotional places, I loved what they did. But in terms of the Joker, not it missed the mark. So rank the Jokers. Um, well, I'm not that big of a fanatic, but I would say I, I hooked to things from my childhood. So okay. I really like Jack Nicholson. Uh, is number one. I don't know. It's probably a no, bad... No, that's, that's no wrong answer. I just remember that smile freaked me the fuck out, and he was so So you put him above evil. Heath Ledger's? Yes, because I never got into The Dark Knight that much. So I would probably say Jack Nicholson, Heath Ledger, um, obviously Jared Leto. <laughs> I forget. Yeah. I was, I was I don't even Cesar know who else. Romano is the uh, old Batman 66. See, I, yeah, I don't know that. Yeah, he's... <laughs> he was, a guy named Caesar played the Joker? Yeah. I love that. Yeah. He, he, uh, <laughs> his Joker's real I name should be Caesar. Yeah. <laughs> he, uh, yeah, the old TV show. Like the actual Batman show? Yeah, with you know, Adam West. No. Yeah, the no, Joker. See, that, that guy, it was so cartoony. But, yeah. Um, I think mine goes Ledger, Nicholson, Phoenix. The problem is for Phoenix, he did a great job. I just think that character that the was the script wasn't right. Like it just it needed more. I didn't like that his decisions weren't really his own choices. They were more like he was pushed in that direction. So for example, uh he didn't really create the Joker. The scenario surrounding himself created, created the, Joker. the Joker. And then when he was out in the public after shooting Robert De Niro. Spoiler, spoiler, spoiler. spoiler. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, are we doing spoilers? She, well, I'll, I'll say respect the spoilers. I know, I know. <laughs> so when he's out with the crowd, he w- that wasn't his own decision to be amongst them. They rescued him out. So he didn't feel like a strong, badass joker to me. He no. felt like a fuck-up who happened to get thrown into scenarios where he looked tough, whereas the Jack Nicholson vibe that I have from when he I was, was a boss. kid, he was the boss. Yeah. And I wanted, so basically what I wanted to see was hi, him go from this super weakling dude who was just kicked over and over and over in every scenario in life. And finally he was like, fuck it. And I'm the boss. Taking control. And, and we didn't get that. Really did that. No. And that's why it missed the mark for me. And I think they should have switched um, maybe like cinematically the, the look once he became, came the joker maybe darker Cranked it up a little bit yeah more. like enhanced it so all of a sudden we we're in that well, world he has, the, he has the blood no definitely but that like i didn't like how it was like his clown makeup was very literal yeah it wasn't smudged like like he's, a mad he's man ledgers. yeah it was too meticulous it was too so yeah not a, not i was very disappointed however i like what you said if he wasn't the joker if it was just a dude breaking down i'd be like that He'd was be, great that was good yeah now Spoiler here, so stop listening if you don't want to hear it. Do you, have you heard what's any? Worse, what's worse, a movie spoiler or a spoiler on a car? <laughs> <laughs> I'd say spoiler on a car. Yeah, probably. Yeah, it depends. <laughs> is is it a factory spoiler? It's one if or it the just other. Comes with the car. Even it can look acceptable. No, no, even factory spoiler. Then I would say a movie spoiler. Okay, all right. Okay, we're in disagreement. Um, <laughs> 
Glad we can hit the hard hitting. <laughs> yeah. The other podcast, we really made it places. Yeah. We, we like yeah. broke <laughs> we ground, broke barriers, scientific yes. discoveries. <laughs> we talked about being woke. So have you heard the theory that he was making all that up in his head? I've heard that theory. And it's and like at the end when he's in the asylum, he was in there the whole time. Yeah, that to me is very boring and disappointing. Because the whole thing is of, of creating this world well, that, of the joker that so if the, that doesn't actually the mythology of the joker is uh unknown origin in the comics and in the so batman it could be anything. meta so it could be anything so the whole point of them doing this movie pissed off a lot of comic book fans to begin with because they're just like they didn't leave that's it up bullshit to we're not supposed to know who yeah. joker is or why ah, he's joker. so the real comic book people were not pleased right. to begin with right. they gave his name arthur fleck yeah they're not supposed the to joker do that? doesn't have a name Ah, well, there I just no said name. it should be Caesar. Yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> so that pissed off a lot yeah, of like the hardcore like people. Like blasphemous. But that doesn't. For, bo- and I like comics. More of a Marvel guy than a DC guy with comics, but that doesn't. I bother didn't know they me. were different. Okay. Yeah, they are. Um, so that doesn't bother me. Like I wanted to see a good movie, and this story can be its own thing, stand on its own. I don't care about any of that, but it didn't. It didn't have the tone that I was looking for, and if it was all made up, then that's just super cliche. Yeah, it's just like, well, that... Like, okay. okay. Somebody told me, and they're sort of right, it was like a poor man's fight club. That's what I've heard over and over. And didn't even seem well, poor man's the to me. girl that was not real. Like, yeah. Well, that was so I, crowbarred I, in there. I was like, they didn't need to do that No, they part. didn't. And it seemed cliche. But at the same time, I was like, and they didn't why really is commit this girl to it. hanging out with him? I He's think that's cool. what everyone in the theater was yeah, thinking. Uh, that's obvious. And when it happened, I was like, that was so obvious. I can't believe I didn't see it coming. And Leanne's like, I saw that coming. You you didn't notice that? And I'm like, no, I, I guess I wasn't thinking it was going that direction. But that was really sort of cliche. Yeah. And like it was it was, I think, laziness yeah. on the part of the writers because they were like, let's just throw it in there and then never really follow. It didn't tie in throughout the entire yeah. story. And overall, they didn't even want me. I did not love the movie. It's definitely worth seeing. It was good. He's good. He'll probably get nominated for an award, maybe even win it. But I don't see myself seeing that movie ever. again. No, never. Uh, well, so what's next? What's the next movie? Oh, this is you. This is your segment. You're in control. <laughs> you're getting, you're getting, well, this is our show. I'm interested in. Right? This um, is our yeah, show. Yeah, I'm just going to move on. I'm interested <laughs> in Knives, Knives Out. What's that? Rain Johnson's doing it. It's got. Um, I have no idea who Rain Johnson is. He directed uh, Last Jedi. Oh, it's, but it's, it's not. Stuff? No, it's not. It's not in that realm. Okay. Um, he did Brick. With Joseph Gordon-Levitt. It was an independent movie. Pretty Never good. saw it. Um, he's, it's got Chris Evans and Jamie Lee Curtis and the guy who plays Sherlock Holmes. In the theater Daniel now? Daniel Craig. In a couple weeks. Okay. And it's like a family. The grandfather dies. And All right. Well, we're going to need a movie in. that's in the theater now because we're going to do another show next week. <laughs> so we need. <laughs> well, I don't know what's in the theaters now. Nothing really. The movies don't come out like they used to. I saw it, Judy. About Judy Garland? Oh yeah, my mom did too. Yeah, it's not I, a movie. I didn't even like know that existed. I was like, it wasn't so highly, out of my... it wasn't highly advertised. She she was like, what? That woman went through so much. And she did. <laughs> she did. <laughs> so I was like, okay. How about? I got you, your troubles. You watch, Come on, get happy. The, uh, you gotta chase all your cares away. <laughs> 
I didn't watch the aristocrats because I need a DVD player. You don't have a DVD player? My lyrics over there, but then I'd have to like sit out in the <laughs> living room. In the room. I have to leave my room and something yeah. happen. But then I was like, I could look up. So maybe that'll online. be the next movie. Yeah. <laughs> so it's definitely. Yes, definitely. <laughs> it will be. All right. Um, well, fuck. What? God damn. The other show was so good. Please just take my better. word for it. Was it. it was better. This show felt a little bit mundane. Like this, we were so much funner and entertaining. We, we were burnt out. We are. We are. I've been out. here for three hours. <laughs> you have. <laughs> and yeah. talk and talking to me for twenty minutes. That'll anyone really? Really, my Any. therapy sessions can only actually go ten minutes. I've chilled out though. I was nervous when I got in. I'm. I'm actually. But that's the thing is like once you warm up, we need to do a warm up and then start taping so that we're chilled out by the time the See, show starts. See, I think that's the worst thing. It is though, because then because you know, then we, the spot anything we, we hit, stuff. we can't. We can't. I know. Like you got to go in cold. That's but. true. That's true. The warm up would just be you smoking pot <laughs> and me having a drink beforehand <laughs> and then coming together. I have not smoked pot today. I'm very impressed. It's a, it's a record. Yeah. All right. Well, I'll keep you guys updated on my small intestinal bacteria. Overgrowth. Yeah, always trying to overshadow your mom, aren't you? <laughs> you <laughs> it got, was perfect timing. You got cancer? Well, I got a small well, at dinner, <laughs> I was like, At dinner, I was like, I've got something to talk about, and it's going to overshadow. Come, somebody comes to the door with soup, and you're like, is that for me or for my mom? Is that because for the small <laughs> intestinal bacterial overgrowth yeah. or the... <laughs> or the cancer. The overgrowth of cells. <laughs> but anyway, I hope your mom's doing well. I think she is doing well given the circumstances. I'm still afraid of jinx. I don't want to say anything. I get freaked out. Well, I don't believe in that. So that's good. I will. Don't. I will. Oh, great. So if <laughs> it doesn't go so well, you're in trouble because you jinxed it. <laughs> you're to blame. I, I will not. You're take to blame. blame. I have confidence in the doctors and your mom, and you. All right. All right. Well, uh, these two narcissists have uh, other things to do. We have to worry about ourselves now. I'm starving. Narcissists. All I've had is a crumb. <laughs> Oh, that's good. Good callback. Good callback. And I've had a feast. Yeah. So uh, start living like you deserve a feast because you yes. deserve a feast. No, I mean, you don't. <laughs> I've had too many. <laughs> You've had too many. But I can use a few drums. <laughs> yeah. We'll trade. We balance each other out. We do. We do. So we're going <laughs> to trade plates. I've got the feast. You've got the crumbs for a little bit. I'll be back being more voluptuous. You'll be back being slightly more attractive. And if you guys want to rate the show, please do. Please rate it five stars. Please. Rate the show that we didn't actually tape that you guys yeah. aren't hearing because that was a five star If you star think this episode. is a four, the other one was definitely a five. If you so think give this, us a five. If you think this, yeah. <laughs> if you think this one was even reasonable, this one I feel like comparatively was. Anyway, <sighs> please rate, review, comment, share the show with a friend. I'm going to try to make Kyle do this with me more consistently. So yeah. write to him on Twitter at Filthy Kyle <laughs> and let him know that you want this show out weekly. And if you want it out weekly, Kyle's got to commit. There is a certain number in my head that if I get, maybe I'll do. To, do like Twitter followers or money? No, mentions of people. If oh, people oh, okay. All right, good. Okay, if good. the public wants it and I get enough interaction. All right. Well, then I'm campaigning. <laughs> Please. I didn't say what that number is, so. But you can't count very high, so it can't be high. <laughs> Good point. Four. Four is as high as you can yeah, go. About my SAT scores. Yes. <laughs> so uh, tweet at Kyle so we can do the show on a weekly basis, and sh and shit yourself into the <laughs> <laughs> and, shit. and shit and just shit. I'm gonna shit because I'm I've got this uh, bacteria <laughs> shit. Anyway, thank you for listening and for supporting the show on Patreon. Check out videos, behind the scenes stuff. All. Oh. Cool, extra bonus footage, things on Patreon. So much bang for your buck. And literally, all it has to be is a buck. I'll see you on Patreon. So 
thanks again for listening. And remember, stay bored enough to listen. But not too bored. Bye, guys.